welcome back to In Think, the podcast connecting spirituality and business. And then last week's episode, we actually talked about the ego and um, explored a bit what it means and how to deal with it in the workplace. And this episode is um, the second part. So we highly recommend listening to the first. So you get the full picture of what we're talking about. And this time we are talking about ego and leadership, obviously. And if it is your biggest enemy or it actually can be an asset. So we will be covering um, that maybe ego is not only the need for fame and power, but maybe it helps you um, to drive success in your business. And we will touch upon how to embrace it and then control the ego. And in general, yeah, how to achieve success yeah. through ego. Before we even start the discussion, what I would like to do is um, I'll ask you about what's your position, what's your initial reaction to it, oh. enemy or asset? I'll do the, I'll give you my, my view. And then at the end of the discussion, we'll see whether we oh. have changed so you're our viewpoints So you negotiating here. Is it like, what <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, like debating club or something? Debating club, yes. Yeah, <laughs> wow, sure. Like in high school music, great. Okay. Um, so obviously, as I suggested this topic, I am um, kind of a fan to have an ego, no shit, <laughs> and um, to have it also used in the workplace but it comes with strings, so, but I'm pro-ego. Okay, so pro-ego with, with certain constraints. Yeah, of course. Yes, okay. I would say I'm pro-enemy with certain constraints. So <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <laughs> okay. Why would, you, why would you say you are pro-ego? Um, pro Okay, so I think before going into that, I think we need to touch upon what does it actually mean? Like, how does it showcase, right? Like, I think we started a bit um, in the last episode, but especially um, when it comes to success or why it is an enemy. And I think we should maybe talk about that. And for me, why I think it's um, beautiful to have an ego, for me specifically, I feel it's, it actually fuels your competition and it gives you a certain energy, right? I'm not saying, obviously, you should over engineer your ego and only listen to that. But I realized um, it, it can be a powerful tool to, to drive you somewhere, to drive you to purpose and to like make you um, want to achieve things. So that's the Does positive. Does it really drive you to purpose? To the purpose I mean, that you... Yes, that in you my specific case, I would say my ego mm -hmm. tells me that I want and uh, want to leave a mark in this planet. I want to leave a legacy, which is partly ego. Um, so mm -hmm. I don't want to be just, you know, me and Tanya and I'll die and that's fine. And no one remembers. I really want to build something meaningful, which can be also due to ego, right? So I want to make something, to build something powerful. That's why that led me to purpose. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel the same. Um, I feel like I'm here to, uh, to, to leave a mark and to bring something meaningful for the, uh, sorry, to bring something meaningful to the world. Um, but I, I had to really listen to both of my, both my ego and myself in order to work out what is the, the thing that I actually want to bring to the world versus yeah. what is just driven by by my ego and um, the conclusion that I reached is you know all of the all of the goals that I had when I was in the beginning of my 20s like um, having a successful career in 
consulting and uh, you know all of that prestigious environment mm -hmm. that was very much driven by ego whereas now I still have huge ambitions um, but they are different they are coming from a different place so I felt like I had to listen to both in order to um, find purpose that's true I mean like also the answer is not ego uh, yeah it's not it's not only ego but of course like the ego wants to be significant and uh, to be someone or you want to feel someone. So I think it can drive it. But again, you should be aware of it so you can make the best out of this like energy that you have. I mean, maybe the energy is also coming from the inner self and the true essence. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's hard, like based on what we know to, to tell, actually. And I'm not saying that I'm only driven by, by ego, obviously. But I also feel if you have a healthy ego, and I'm saying now healthy because I feel that you are aware that you can you know, that you're, yeah, that you're aware. That's like the most important part, I think. And you can kind of control and embrace it. Um, it also leads to self-confidence, right? If you, like the one thing, what we talked in the last episode, why most of the powerful people um, have a big ego or like people are saying that they have a big ego. So it comes with natural self-confidence in their abilities and they can make things happen. And also the high self-esteem and everything that you actually want to have as a healthy human. And I think that also gets back to the ego. Wow, it's so fascinating because I have a completely different perception of that. I can I can completely <laughs> not relate to yeah, and uh, I can completely not relate um, to that at all. Um, I actually think it is the biggest enemy, um, at least because it was to me for a long time, where I I was chasing things where I could have gotten out earlier if I would have recognized what was going on. So for me, it's clear now, you know, what I'm, my ambitions and my visions, they are driven by my actual true self. Um, and I can feel the difference. I can see the difference in everything else that I have done before. But I, I absolutely appreciate that other people will uh, have a different uh, definition of it and so what you're describing is it sounds to me and correct me if I'm wrong is that you use the energy that you that you know your ego says oh I should do this and that and blah 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 and try this and be better than that that instead of just blindly following that direction you just use the energy from that to question oh is it is it really that um, and you kind of convert it and put yeah. it in the right direction that is how I think I think that was for me like a natural thing somehow because otherwise I wouldn't went into like you know and going having an impact community and things like that so we discussed like in the early episodes already for me it was very clear that I want to contribute that I want to give back I I always loved this mentality so I think that's why it kind of directed the energy in the right way for me naturally somehow I felt it we mm -hmm. talked about this moment where I felt this is where I belong and what I should do with my life um, so that for sure helped. But if you think about when the ego is developing and that's like super early on, like, you know, in kids age, um, and if there is not the, and there we don't say it's a bad thing, it's just developing and you develop a sense of self, you know, that's me, that's how I look, that's why I'm better than others or why I should be better. So at least in the very beginnings before you are aware of it, it drives who you are and contributes to your personality and stuff. And I think the earlier you are, have a playful understanding of what the ego is, the better it is actually to grow up, right? But we all wouldn't be here without the ego. Like, I don't even know, how is it as a kid to grow up without having a sense of self and 
I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> and are there cultures? No, actually, just, I never, I never thought about it. We, we would never be here without the ego. It's true because the ego, it's kind of, a, it's, if you're lucky, you become aware of it. Um, yeah in you know your adult years but as a matter of fact it's not that you grow up and your parents sit you down and they tell you about hey <laughs> that's you know your ego so and therefore you should align your life so it's it's true like you, you we generally only start discussing that topic in um in our yeah. adult years so yeah, yeah it, it is definitely something that lets us to a certain point so yeah. oh that's a good that's a good yeah. i never looked at it from that point did i know it's got a point here <laughs> Wow, I came prepared. <laughs> um, no, but I think that's uh, that's pretty much it in in terms of you know, yeah, that it contributes something good. And I mean, if you go into what it can do to politicians and the bad things of like that they misuse it, um, then it's like obviously the bad thing. Also, I think ego is the essence of why we are having wars and things because we think this is ours. This is them. This is me. This is my nation. These are my people. So we differentiate, and we are not like you know, if we don't have the holistic approach in the world, like we are all one, which I truly believe. I mean, we are all coming from the same thing. So like, why even differentiate? Yeah. But the ego wants to make me feel better as the person where I grew up, or feeling entitled over others, and you know, race discrimination. All those things is, in my opinion, also a source of ego. Because just we want to be better and we want to differentiate and be special. So the ego wants to make you feel special. So, um, yeah, in that sense, I mean, I give you that. But it can be good. <laughs> <laughs> Controlled ego. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, the, the point that you are making is the ego kind of let us here. It's, it's true. Like we, the ego is always there from the minute we are born, it's there. And it leads us to up a certain point. And I think at that point in our adult life, yeah. Can I challenge you on, do you really think ego is there from the very beginning on? Because I don't think so. I, I think so, but it's not very, um, it's, it's then being conditioned through, throughout your life and it comes out. It would be so interesting. Life. I don't know if there are any studies out there in terms of, you know, if you're um, growing up in a society, like I think it's like somewhere like, you know, that are living very away from like our Western culture. Um, maybe if you're just like a group of people and you're just like, you know, your family is in a sense, maybe I'm just thinking out here loud, maybe then it's different because you don't need to differentiate, you don't need to be better because you are such a, you know, if you're together as a friendship circle, you also don't differentiate and stuff like if you feel very connected to each other, I don't think maybe necessarily a sense of ego needs to develop because also it can be yeah, a but then of like survival and things like, right? That's true. But then you're saying it doesn't need to develop, but it's still there. And I think that's the, that's the, but that's, that's the case. What is there in the source? <laughs> it's a second, for me, it's a second evil personality. <laughs> like, honestly, I see my, I see um, my, myself as having, <laughs> there's, there's two inhabitants in this body. There's one, my soul, the purest, Thing that there can be and there's be my ego i see it as such different entities now and i think the both of them were always there um but as my soul was growing um and as i was going through this life um there's certain conditioning through growing up through whatnot and that has uh, started to develop my ego so i do think it's in in both but i see it as completely different things so it's funny because like it's obvious you should be a discussion about the workplace, but I'm really intrigued actually to challenge you on this thing if it's really there from the beginning. 
like because mm-hmm. imagine okay so god like you know we were born in this world and i'm not saying god it's like universal energy and everything like you know we are just tiny and insignificant i said multiple times already um so why would nature create us the way that we have an evil self in us it's actually the only for me rational explanation is society made us do that we think we are so significant and great and awesome and better than everyone i mean why would we want to have why would anyone like why would we have this thought why would we have this second personality in us like what would nature think mm-hmm. so like ha let's make fun of those like humans like what is the what is then why is it there so it needs to have something positive then to it yeah i mean it's that the positive uh, thing that you know the ego claims to be is it's a protection it protects you from um from being hurt and from being um yeah it protects you from being hurt so it's almost like um if i could describe it in terms like i see you know this white soul and then there's this kind of this black ego and the ego always tries to shield um me my real self from um from harm from enemies from whatnot so it you know it says it's uh, and that's why, why, how my, most people then um, act, they say, well, I need to protect myself. You know, that's my ego speaking because I need to protect myself. How often have I heard? I'm sure you have heard that as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it is there for a reason, for sure. Um, but then I think as we go through this world and as we have more of these challenging situations, um, that is when the ego really develops. If we were in an environment where we didn't need any sort of protection, then surely it wouldn't come out as, as that. We... I mean, it's not that we're fighting against lions anymore. So what no, do we but want to I mean, the the mind the mind is crazy. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's so irrational. I mean, we go through school and we feel like certain because someone else is better or gets the better grades or you know, there's. I mean, yeah, we're not fighting. You're right. Yes, we're not fighting. Also, it's small things that then our personality things or ego things we need it needs to protect us from. Um, so yeah, so, yeah I think but- it. But saying that the protection thing, um, I think again, that's like important in the workplace as well. So I need to protect the company that I'm building, the team that I'm like saying, um, like having. So again, it can be a source of like energy in terms of, um, and I think the ego really managed to create a certain power and a certain energy in a sense, yes. because it feels so Momentum, strongly. Yeah. Um, and because we believe in that it is actually our true self or some of us. So. In that sense, it can be useful, and that's also would explain why a lot of like um, leaders, top world leaders, have a huge ego, because it is a driving force, and because they can use it yeah. to protect their ideas, their like you know the companies, their revenue streams, like a lot. Yes, I mean, let's be clear on that, right? You will not get rid of your ego just by becoming aware of it. So you, yeah. even when you become aware of it, you still have it, right? So you yeah. gotta, um, yeah. you have to deal with it and i think there's two different ways really to approach it like it's the way you do it where you say i use this energy to push me forward while being aware of what is happening and sometimes the ego might actually be aligned with what you truly want other times it might not be aligned but then in in instead of blindly following that ego you question it and just use that energy to push you forward that's one approach. And I think this is the harder one because you need to have a very, very high sense of awareness and spot it and make sure that you're using it um, for the greater good, if you will, and not misuse it. So I think that's quite hard. Um, my approach, for example, is 
on the or on the other hand is I see it as so different. I don't want my ego to interfere with anything that I do. And I I think it's for me it's easier to say my true self and the ego and and navigating through that environment and like spotting other people's egos as well and working with them because if I let it come out and if I let other people's ego affect me, then I think it, or I have seen it, it creates toxic environments. It doesn't come from a pure place. It doesn't come from a good place. It doesn't create good leadership. It just creates tension. And yeah, it just doesn't benefit anyone in the long term. So for me, it's easier to say, okay, it's the enemy. Um, whereas you have a more like advanced approach, if you will, you take that energy and use it. I mean, it. you know, I see it as this like annoying roommate, you live with it, so better make it worthwhile and nice, right? So as you said, you can't get rid of it. And it's, I think that's also not a goal because it can be protected. It can be, it can be good as a, as an energy source of what you said. But um, I think um, embracing and also what really helps is being surrounded with people that are aware as well, that first of all, um, hold you like grounded in a sense that are like, you know, sparing you with you and on a healthy level, but also call you out on the ego in a natural conversation, not like, like in a bad way. And I think that really helps embracing them that you have ego and you acknowledge it and it's there because it's in everyone. So that's really something in a healthy environment would you need that other people that are just as aware as you are and you can support, um, you know, your, um, each other on this journey. I agree. Um, but I definitely do think it is more difficult because um, this is, you know, step one, becoming aware of it, yeah. step two, dealing with the energy. And as we discussed in a pre in this previous episode as well, it's um, apparently, um, it, or not apparently, it is very difficult to become aware of it. And it's like, most people are not open to it. And because we are kind of in our bubble where we are aware and the people around us are aware, we'd be like, oh, it's easy, you know? We talk about the ego. Hey, Tanya, here's my ego speaking, you know? <laughs> so for yeah. um, people like you and me, it might be easier to say, let's use that energy and put it into something good. Um, but for the majority of people who see ego um, as their self, um, the first step is to become aware and that takes a lot of time, effort and mental space. So then asking, oh, okay, now you're aware, use that energy and they'll be like, yeah. what are you even talking about? You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But so again, maybe you're doing journey. advanced. Yeah. Advanced the journey. I can just like <laughs> advise everyone to go on and to really discover it because once you're aware, I think it's, yeah, it's just very beneficial to all your decisions. My dream culture will be that everyone, and I mean everyone, um, not just company culture, like business culture, is that people speak so openly about their their true needs and their yeah. ego and all of these things that go go on within all of us as if it's the yeah. most normal thing. Like when you feel sad, you can just say, hey, I'm having this temporary emotion of... Yeah sadness when you're feeling vulnerable you are able to share that vulnerability without somebody judging you on it instead people will be like i also feel vulnerable um i really hope that that is not hope that is you know the business environment and that i think uh I, you can probably agree on that uh that's really like bringing spirituality in the business world and like taking all of these concepts and changing the way business is run from this unconscious ego-driven 
external behavior to let's just you know talk real talk my ego yeah. is speaking here i'm hurt i 100 you know, i'm hurt by your actions and i think it makes like by the way like having an organization where i feel i mean my team can, can correct me now when i'm wrong but i feel we are very um openly sharing everything that happens in all our lives and um i, I love it i know what's going on with this person yeah. I love it that I can share, like, listen, I'm having a hard week now with like health issues or with moving or anything that goes on in my life. And I'm not as responsive as usual. And I'm sorry, but you know, it's not that I don't care. It's just really, I'm going on. I have my personal issues right now. And um, I, I love that. I love the transparency and that honesty and the vulnerability that it creates in a team atmosphere. And I did not want to have any other team members right now. Like it's just perfect. Like everyone is like, the, like on the same level. And it's just, again, as we said, you need to be as like the leading person of a team or of a company, you need to create this culture and live by example. So that's why I'm also sharing if I'm not feeling up. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah that's, it, I think that's the only way how you should actually build companies, by the way. It's the only way and it's the only, not just companies, um, like the, this is the way, you know, you should do business. And, and that is not just should, this is how, where the world is moving towards yeah you know because no one wants to work with machines like how often like people like people want realness people want to speak their truth they don't want to hide behind um behind uh, a curtain and um yeah. and pretend to be another person they want to come to that to work bringing their whole selves and you know you have not um, been in the same um, corporate environment as I have but what I have seen so many companies they all try to do the same they are all becoming aware that people struggle with like marrying the external and internal world and so they introduce like all sorts of initiatives here you do this give your employees this training you do this you do that um, here's a yoga group what these people have not understand yet, or these companies have not understand yet, is that that is not, um, that is kind of, that is managing the effect. It's not managing the cause. Um, yeah. And the cause is really why, because people don't feel like they can share these things. They cannot share, um, they cannot point out openly to their manager, hey, you know, you, you're talking out of ego. You're not talking out of pure intention here. And that is the way the world is evolving as people are awakening more they realize i don't want to do this stupid yoga class like i want to say who i am and hey, want to be valued yoga classes. <laughs> great but you also have other things you know yoga class is good it's a good support but it's not you know yeah. it helps you to develop your senses and stuff um in that area um, and to become more spiritual, all of that. But at the end of the day, it's uh, it's managing an effect. It's not uh, changing the way people appear at work um, and true. show up at work. So it's true. But I think also, uh, like, it it depends obviously. Not, but like years ago, also it was more about the performance of everyone, and everyone, every company just wanted like acted for profit and wanted to um, squeeze employees. And I mean, I've been part of like um, companies that had exactly that on their. Uh, like vision board like inofficially mm -hmm. obviously just making most money and doesn't matter what it costs so to say and i'm personally expecting a lot of my employees so i really want them to work hard and to give their best um but in a in a great atmosphere so i want them also to feel home that one i want them to like you know share with with us if they don't feel up for it so um and moreover i really want them to develop their best selves in it i want them to develop their own talents and abilities and grow with us together 
So, and I think it's nothing more beautiful to see if people are actually developing alongside the company. And if they, if I invest now like two years to into this, like um, one team member and this team member is developing with, with us as a company and then leave, so be it. You know, that's like the major panic of like companies. No, I can't retain my talents. So like, it's great. You help oh. them on the way. They will not, if you're a great company, if you have a great vision, if you have the right spirit and vision and, and energy in there, like the other people will come in, the next generation will come in and contribute as much. But like this out of fear, acting out of fear, I want to retain the best people. I, you know, they need to do their best work. Um, so that's for me, not how to, how to grow a company either. Totally. And yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just looking, um, I totally agree with everything that you say on company culture and stuff and like uh, being so open, but I'm, I'm thinking even like the whole business world, you know, that um, even when you deal with new clients or with external yeah. partners or so, how come that there is this weird perception that you have to put a different face on oh, let yeah. your ego speak or you know um be that completely different person and, and like this is exactly this, this differentiation um ego non-ego is it an enemy is it an asset i think it's an enemy because you like even you know everyone wants real and authentic connections in in business like with your partners with your suppliers with your contractors with everyone right but they don't bring their whole self yeah. out. Um, yeah, that's true. And so therefore, I think that this collective awakening that is happening right now um, is, and being becoming aware of things like ego is going to, and I think this is, we are only starting now. Um, in a few years time, I am 100% convinced, 100 thousand percent percent convinced that people will start shifting the the way business is being done is going yeah. to shift to a more authentic more real in the, in the first place that you have to be two different people anyway like two yeah. different personalities in business and life where does it even come from it's not even true it's more mostly right because you want to yeah. protect yourself because of childhood trauma or whatever happened yeah. or what society taught you to be and to behave as a woman as a guy as whatever not showing emotion showing too many emotions whatever like so many labels so many expectations how you should be and should behave so that's why like mostly in a business context obviously you feel okay i need to be like very formal i can't make jokes i can't um, say that i'm not feeling well like all those things that's like just how society taught us the last you know hundreds of years i need my ego to protect myself but yeah. really if you ask well, where does that even come from like where does it come from that you have to protect yourself and show up as a different person in business and in life if you ask that question i mean i don't have an answer and i guarantee no one has an answer to that because other than society yeah but so who in society like tell me that person who said it must be like that right no. so I think this is yeah. yeah sorry i think it's conditional all, right especially exactly, now when you it's just see, saying, yeah what you see like that there are so many successful people that have this huge ego or that ha are acting a certain way so we still have are working in the structures that are built hundreds of years ago and if someone is successful because of these traits and they say it like that and they're like sorry like not good people i'm not saying at fault because i can't but like generally not good people that are existing it's there and you see they're successful you know t people tend to copy mechanisms that work 
And if you think, and that, that's why I feel, truly feel role models and proper holistic um, role models are important. Um, if you see that bad behavior and that works and pays off and this person is, you know, the richest one or the most successful or impactful one, then of course you think this is the way you need to behave. And this is like, you know, passed on generation to generation. But you say it yourself, like it is conditioning. So there is, yeah. and the conditioning happens with the ego in the, in the mind. That is where it happens, right? So you cannot pinpoint to okay this is the rule or this is the person or this is the f whatever situation that has led to all of us acting different in business and in life there is no answer other than it's conditioning and conditioning happens on ego level and therefore i think ego is the enemy <laughs> Yay. Nah, nah. we had a lot of like pro ego stuff but i let you go there but uh, yeah, it's true. But in the end, I'm mean, not about joining anyway. But it, yeah, that's also connecting, like, you don't want to connect with others. So that's another level. So why are you like copying others and want to belong? Because that's our true, like, you know, sense that we really want to be part of something. So that's why you're doing things. So maybe it's not even the ego that is a conditioning thing. It just want to belong. Maybe that's also the source of ego. Not sure. Yeah, you want to belong and, you know, the ego protects that um, and that sense of belonging and um, always shielding you from everything. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess we can agree that whether you call it ego or the evil mind or whatever, but it's like a lot of conditioning that happens in, um, in our minds. And um, I just think it is very, very dangerous to let these conditionings in whatever form they show um, uh, uh, how do you say uh, let that drive your decisions and the way you show up at work and the way you treat people um, unless you find a, a rhythm like you apparently have where you use that energy wisely and redirect it instead of yeah yeah so I think that is definitely an option um, but then you know again everyone is different and of course of course yeah. No, but um, I think my bottom line is, um, of course, not that ego is the best thing that happened to all successful people and you need to have a huge ego to, to achieve something, but you should be aware of it, like we concluded multiple times, and then it's about like making the most out of it, and that doesn't matter how, like some use it the energy and turn it into something big, some meditate over it yeah. and are more aware, um, but the, the bottom line is there for all of us. Yes, and we can't get rid of it. Yeah, and it's so true. My my ego shows a lot when I'm in uh, meditation, and it's like telling me stupid stuff, and then um, I'm yeah. like uh, I'm like observing it. It's very interesting. But yeah, I mean, and again, again, like at, at the end of the day, it comes down to different personality types. So, for example, yeah. I'm uh, very much of a black and white person. Like I do not see yeah. uh, gray yeah. zone. I don't really know what that is. You know, I don't. I, I can't really deal with it. So, um, for me, it's either it's good or bad. I wish sometimes I would have a bit more of a gray zone, but I'm. That's just that's not how it so works. So you, by the way, yes. Now you put it there. It's really yeah. you're such a black and white person. That's so true. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That just opened it's my like, eyes. So true. Wow. <laughs> it's true like uh, you know people say there's a gray zone and it's almost no. like i don't know what gray looks like no. like i just do not know what it looks like but um, i've tried multiple times <laughs> yeah i've tried to see it multiple times but i just don't see that color i don't like it don't know um <laughs> colorblind for gray um but yeah like so for example for my personality type it's um therefore yeah because i'm like this i um see it more as okay it's it's uh, it's an enemy, um, but I do appreciate that other personality types 
such as yours, for example, you're much more able to um, to uh, to uh, operate in that gray zone. Yeah. Um, but what I what I still think is that your approach to use that energy, like be so open about it and so aware of it that you can use it and redirect it. I definitely think that's a bit of uh, that's more advanced than yeah. Um, no, that's, that's more advanced state. There's an entry point. Maybe pick your side. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, at an entry point, you should say it's bad. I think you learn more if you have a conscious. Like also in the beginning, when I read Eckhart Tolle, um, it was like, oh my god, it's so bad, and what it causes to you. And it's true. Like the natural self of the ego is actually causing a lot of bad things. And only over time, you know, you can maybe appreciate some certain pillars of it and make use of them. But in the beginning, I was also like, okay, don't don't show the ego, don't act upon ego, mm -hmm. and that's good. So you just like learn to find a balance with it. I think. Sweet. Like I think I think we can conclude that becoming aware of ego is the first step, and there's multiple to uh, multiple ways to do that. We've had an episode on this prior to this, so go yeah. check it out. Um, once you once you become aware of it, then um, I think it's fair to say to maybe categorize ego more as an enemy than your friend for the time being. And if you reach that advanced stage where, you know, you can really spot it and you can use that energy, then definitely, um, you know, use whatever it throws at you in a, in a positive way. Um, but lastly, what I'm personally really excited about is um, all of this really leads up to the fact that the world is seeing a shift right now and yeah. will be in the next couple of years in um, bringing in this more spiritual driven and real way of life into the business world because that is essentially what everyone wants yeah. and we are still a bit limited um, and conditioned in our minds to let it fully happen but it's happening right now which is I think super exciting. That's can't wait for can't wait for for spirituality to become mainstream really yeah imagine having it in school yeah it will be like it's that's that's how i see it yeah yeah awesome <laughs> let's <laughs> conclude with that otherwise we're getting into discussion of religion that's for sure for yes. another episode <laughs> Cool. Yeah, you guys let us know if you want us to dive in even more deeper on the topic of ego. We are very keen to hear your thoughts on this one, um, especially because we love the topic of ego. We yeah. can just go on forever. You might tell. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.